Melissa LeGrant, licensed nutritionist and creator of Drop the Diet Weight Loss. I am on a mission to help women drop the fad diets and lose weight in a way they love for the last damn time. I know you're ready to end the yo-yo dieting and do this weight loss thing for good. So let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back. Thanks for being here. Today, I want to talk about something that I think all of us can relate to, and that's the all or nothing mindset. Now, this type of thinking can come in for all kinds of things, whether it's for weight loss goals or exercise or building a business or a side hustle. I know that I am sure guilty of it. And a little later in this episode, I'm going to give you just one of the many examples of how this played out for me and how this type of thinking doesn't always serve me. And it wasn't serving my clients at the time either. Now, I'm sure that there are ways this all or nothing thinking has helped you in some areas of your life. But for this episode, I want to talk about how it doesn't serve you and specifically for health and weight loss goals. So I'll start by explaining how this type of thinking can keep you from your health and weight loss goals. And if along the way you find yourself agreeing to some of what I'm saying, like, oh yeah, I do those things, or I have some of these thoughts, then stay tuned because I'm giving four tips on how you can begin to move out of this all or nothing or all in, all out mentality so that you can stay consistent and crush your weight loss goals. So how does this thinking not help you? Well, it usually leads to one of two things, freezing or quitting. When you look at weight loss as being all in or all out, or you are on your diet or you're off your diet, being all in can be overwhelming. If you think you have to do like 87 things perfectly to be successful, you start to question yourself on if you're really ready. And then you can come up with all kinds of reasons why now is not the right time. So you freeze, you hang back a little longer and then a little longer waiting to feel like you can be all in because being all in can seem really daunting. Like there's no room for error. So doing nothing just seems easier, easier than being a hundred percent all in and risking failure, right? And the second way this type of thinking can play out is in giving up. When you feel like your only two options are to do all of the things or none of the things, when you do have a slip up, and you will because it's just part of the process, you feel like you've ruined all your progress and now you have to start over. You're focusing so much on what went wrong and the things that you didn't do. So you end up losing sight of all the things that you are doing. And then you start questioning and doubting yourself. Maybe you even start thinking you're never going to reach your goal or it's just too hard. So you give up. And Diet culture has just kind of reinforced this type of thinking. I'm either on my diet or I'm off my diet. But what's missing here is the in-between, the gray area. And that's where lots of good stuff is happening. But it's tough to pick out that good stuff when you're so focused on the end goal. You forget all about the small wins and how you've been showing up for yourself. And I think this time of year especially is an important time to bring this up during the holidays because you can see how this all in or all out thinking comes into play here. 
You think you have to be all in, and there's no way you can do that during the holidays. So you freeze, telling yourself you'll start over in the new year. Or you'll go all in and are overly restrictive, so you give up, saying that during the holidays is just not the right time for this goal. But what if you started looking at the gray area, where you don't have to be all in or all out? You're doing something in between that feels doable for you. What would it look like if you stopped looking for perfection? Because you know perfection is a losing game. I love this quote from Brene Brown, who describes perfectionism as a 20-ton shield that we lug around thinking it will protect us when in fact it's the thing that's really preventing us from taking flight. That's so good, right? And this quote just summarizes the point I was trying to make earlier. When we think we have to do all the things and do them perfectly, we freeze. She also talks about how perfectionism sets us up to feel shame, judgment, and blame. Like, it's my fault. I'm just not good enough. And I see this come up with so many women. They feel that the day or the week didn't go perfectly. And they are so quick to look at how something is going wrong or not working. And they blame themselves. It's my fault. I'm not doing this right. I'm never going to hit my goal. This isn't going to work. And they beat themselves up. I'm just, I'm not good enough. I'm not cut out for this. And then they question themselves. Why did I ever think that I could do this in the first place? And what I always remind them of and what I'll say to you is that you really need to understand is that this journey is all about getting it right and getting it wrong. Let's take the focus off of the end goal and put it on the journey, the process, and just enjoy that. Go in with, I'm going to do the best I can. And showing up through this process is just as if not more important than the end goal. Not hitting your number or your goal isn't a failure. And you are going to learn so much about yourself and grow in so many ways on a health and weight loss journey when you focus on the process versus the end goal. And I don't care if you have 10 pounds to lose or 100 pounds to lose. Okay, so now you know how all or nothing thinking can cause you to freeze or give up or even beat yourself up when you're not perfect. Now, I know you're not here for those things. So how do you begin to move away from this thinking? Well, first, you're going to redefine your expectations for success. And the first step to do this is to look at what your expectations currently are. Where did they come from? Sometimes we base success off of what we think it should be or it should look like, but we really don't know why. Who says it's not successful or it's not working? Most likely, it's the expectations you put on yourself. And sometimes when we don't meet our own expectations, we make it mean something that it doesn't have to mean, like I'm a failure or I'll never reach my goal. Let's use exercise for this example. Maybe you have the thought that you have to go to a gym and spend at least one hour there for it to be effective or worth it or for you to be successful. And then the day comes when you just can't make that happen. So instead of doing something, you do nothing at all because you feel like you've messed it up. It's that all or none creeping back in here. Since I can't get one hour in the gym, I can't be perfect. I just won't do anything. But who said that was success? And who said that just doing some kind of movement meant failure? 
Where did this thought come from and is it true? So for this example, you could redefine success as just doing some kind of movement for the day. Even if it's just two minutes, I bet that you'll feel better doing something versus doing nothing at all. You're still showing up for yourself. It just might look a little different. Okay, tip number two is to work on that self-talk. Practice talking to yourself like you would a friend. If your friend called you up and was upset because she ate too many of the office donuts, would you tell her she's a failure? That she's completely blown her diet and should probably just throw in the towel? No. So get to work on being kinder to yourself. And I'm not talking about blowing smoke here. You can get real without being an ass to yourself. So, okay, today you ate the donuts. You didn't love that decision, so what's your next move? Your next best decision comes at your next meal. Beating yourself up over it isn't helping anything. Tip number three is to take a look at your plan. Is it too restrictive? Do you need buckets of willpower to stick to it? Some of these strict plans out there just reinforce that losing weight has to feel terrible when it doesn't. And if you're not following their rules, then you're off plan. These overly restrictive plans that have you cutting out food groups or eating off of their approved food list for X amount of time, they just reinforce that all or nothing, all in or all out, and good food, bad food mentality. What happens when you want to have a night out with friends or your partner? Are you then off your diet? Do you feel like you have to start over now? Or if you eat off of the approved food list... Does it make you feel guilty or bad? If these things are happening for you, then it's time for a new approach. These types of restrictive diets, they focus on the end goal. It's do this and lose weight. But then what? What happens when the six weeks or 12 weeks or whatever it is is up? What have you learned throughout the process besides what not to eat? So if you notice that the plan you're on is causing some of that all or nothing or in or all out thinking, it might be time to rethink your plan. And finally, my last tip, which I've kind of been mentioning throughout this episode, is to take your focus off the end goal and put it on the process. To show up each day for the experience, telling yourself you're just going to do your best. When you show up for the experience, it's much easier to pick out the good things, the small wins, what it feels like to reach the small goals, to show up for yourself and to actually enjoy the journey and the lessons you'll learn about yourself along the way. All right, now you guys know that I'm all about finding a process that works for you, one that you enjoy, that you look forward to sticking to. I know I can get a little passionate about these restrictive diets, but that's only because I know how they can make you feel. I've done them in the past, and I've worked with so many women trying to come off of them or that feel defeated from them. I mean, this is the whole reason Drop the Diet Weight Loss came to be. And I want to tell you a quick little story behind this to kind of bring it all home. Now, it's not the easiest thing to admit as a coach, but I don't regret it at all because it made me a better coach. So just like I was preaching about earlier, I look at this as a success and a failure. So when I first started out as a nutrition coach, I was so focused on getting my clients to their end goal. 
I was all about the science. Here's your program, here's the numbers to hit, and here's the step-by-step plan on how you can follow it exactly, even with the foods you love. (laughs) What could possibly go wrong here, right? Well, people weren't following the plans. They were frustrated with themselves and I was frustrated with myself because this was on me. I felt like I was failing them as a coach and in some ways I was. So I had to find a better way. I had to redefine what success meant and get out of my black and white thinking. I was giving people a plan they weren't ready for. So I studied all things on behavior change, habits, motivation, self-help, you name it. Because weight loss is so much more than following a plan. It's the habits, the thoughts, the behaviors. If you don't address the behaviors that led to weight gain in the first place, success for the long haul is never going to happen. And that's what we are after here. Now, at the time, this felt like a failure to me, but it was a lesson I needed to become a better coach. And again, it's how drop the diet weight loss came to be. So I don't look at it like I got it wrong. I look at it like I was getting it right and getting it wrong. And I still do that. But when you can look for the in-between, that gray area, you will find the beauty in the process. So if this all or nothing mentality has you stuck on getting started or has made you give up on your goals, I encourage you to put these tips into action. And instead of doing all or nothing, What is something you can do that would feel good for you? Remember, the goal here is enjoyable, sustainable progress, and you can't mess this up. Stay in the game and keep showing up for yourself. And if you know someone you think might need to hear this, please share this episode with a friend. You might just help them to keep going. Thanks so much for being here with me today. I'll see you next week.